Hey guys, welcome back to the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and we're talking about all things life, confidence, relationships, what gets you up in the morning, what doesn't get you up in the morning. That's what we talk about in this podcast. I'm super glad you're here. If you're the first time tuning in, subscribe to my channel, hit the like button, spread the love, and uh, looking forward to getting into another amazing episode with you guys today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Today I'm diving into a pretty big topic, okay? So the uh, Instagram competition I did a couple weeks ago, we had uh, the community come back saying they wanted to hear a podcast on codependency, which I did the other week, and also it was tied with forgiveness, which is a pretty chunky topic. So today I want to talk about what is forgiveness, why is it important, a couple of ways you can, um, and some actions you can follow to actually uh, get to forgiveness. And then also I want to include in today's podcast, um, a little bit of, uh, discussion around Hopo Opo Ono, which is the Hawaiian, uh, art of reconciliation and forgiveness. Okay. So what is forgiveness? Why is it important to us? Forgiveness, my goodness, when we hold on to hurt, when we're holding on to pain, when we're holding on to resentment, when we're holding on to anger, what good is it doing us? It harms us far more than it actually harms the person that we're directing that hurt and pain and anger towards. So forgiving others and forgiving ourselves allows us to unburden ourselves, to live in the present, to live freely, to open up, to overcome those negative emotions because negative emotions and that resentment and feelings of vengeance, they do nothing but put weight on our back and on our shoulders and hold us down. So forgiveness is uh, a conscious and deliberate decision to release those feelings, release the feelings of the individual who's harmed you, if it was someone else, if it was yourself, release yourself, regardless of whether you feel that other person actually deserves your forgiveness. But let me tell you that you certainly do. Okay. So unburdening ourselves, reducing that heavy weight on our shoulders. And while forgiving someone or ourselves can actually happen in a, in an instant, right? You say it, you set that intention is that the truth is it usually is a more lengthy process that requires great patience. It requires trust. It requires persistence. Just like you've heard about, if you have heard about positive affirmations and rewiring our brains, it takes daily practice. It takes consistency. You don't walk into the kitchen and become a master chef. You practice. You consciously set time aside to practice your cooking skills so that you can reach that level of self-mastery. And the same thing goes for forgiveness, right? It is something that we can spend conscious time doing every day, putting our healthy intentions on forgiving, forgiving and letting go um, so that we can reach that state of feeling so much lighter and letting go of those negative emotions that often hold us down and often hurt us and our relationships. So a couple of steps to help you to learn forgiveness is the first is understanding other people, understanding why somebody has perhaps acted the way they did. And perhaps the most important tool and first step in forgiveness is to understand that why or that ominous why question. So 
for example, we can look at our parents, right? And we can go back to early childhood if this is an area in which you want to practice forgiveness. And we can also imagine that despite parents perhaps hurting us, that you can adopt the principle that behind every action was a positive intention. And you can also understand and go back and objectively look at your parents' own childhood and imagine what their childhood was like. What was their environment was like? What can you infer from that? What have you heard about that? Right? Do some basic kind of discovery work to uncover or imagine why somebody has built up their own defense mechanisms, whether that is in a form of narcissism or defensiveness, perhaps it was depression or aggression, and try and understand other humans better as well. Why did they have these personality traits? Who were they trying to protect? What were they afraid of? So reframing this and understanding why someone might have behaved the way they did is going to help us in that stage of understanding because we're all doing the best we can in life. So I'm sure better than others. But when we start to ask this question of why, it starts to allow us to breed a little bit of compassion in ourselves and helps kind of loosen some of those emotions that we've held on to. So if you want to and you still have a relationship with the person that you're angry towards you can also and if this is possible for you to do talk to them and ask them about their own experiences be curious get to understand them a little bit more cultivate that compassion understand why someone acts the way they do now the other step is also to allow yourself to feel and express your own emotions because we don't heal unless we feel right so give yourself permission to release all of those emotions that you've been holding on to so tightly in your body because if you continue to hold on to them think about the amount of energy that you're using consciously to keep those emotions there that's creating that tension inside of you perhaps even leading to illness or, or stress that leads to other illnesses right so do some anger work if you need to find ways to release all of that uh, primal anger that you have inside of you now here's a suggestion go into a big park Okay, maybe make sure there aren't children around, but go into nature and just let it out. Scream if you need to. I remember as a young girl, I remember this poignant moment in my life. I don't remember why I was angry, but I must have been in my early teens. I remember saying to my mom, Mom, I just feel this buildup of something inside of me and I don't know what to do about it. And she said, go walk around the house and just let it out and do a big scream. I don't think she had any idea what anger work was, but she made that suggestion just to say, let it out. And I remember doing that. I don't remember why I was angry because this is going back quite a ways, but I did. I just did that anger work and I just let it out. We need to just let those emotions out in healthy ways. If it's not anger or screaming you feel you need to do, go cry. Get your pillow and just cry into it, okay? let it out let those emotions out it's okay 
to not feel okay. It's okay to let those emotions out. Allow yourself to feel that disappointment. Allow yourself to feel that sadness or depression that you're experiencing. And say that you're not defined by that emotion, but it's something that you're experiencing and that is totally okay. For our society has told us that it's not okay to show those negative emotions. And that's, in my opinion, bullshit because it's really healthy to learn to express those negative emotions as well as the positive ones. So allow yourself to experience what you're feeling. Talk about it with somebody. Call a friend up and ask them permission. Is it okay if I share something that's going on? I just need to let it out. I do that with my sister all the time. (laughs) So you pick up the phone, you kind of like emotionally dump on them and you're like, oh, thank you so much. Okay, gotta go. (laughs) That's what family and friends are for to a degree, right? Keeping in healthy boundaries. But it's okay to share what you're feeling with somebody else. Talk about it. Give yourself permission to do that. Ask yourself and and become aware of where those sensations are in your body as well. How does this feel in my body? Where do I feel it? Is it a constriction in my chest? Is it an aching in my stomach? Is it a a soreness in my shoulders? Like where do you feel that anger trapped in you? Work it out. Okay. What are the sensations? Get in touch with your body and understand yourself more. Now, one of the other things I've always loved doing for this kind of uh, emotional expression or, or, or work to release these emotions is uh, writing the person that you're upset with, whether that's someone else or it's yourself, a letter. Okay, and you don't need to send this letter. You don't need to do anything with it. But I want you to take the suggestion to validate your emotions by journaling them down. So if there's something that you're upset about or someone that you have this anger towards, write it on a piece of paper, journal it out. It's very therapeutic to just write out what you're feeling. And then if you have this anger towards that letter, then rip the damn thing up, burn the damn thing, squish it in the bin, cover it with coffee grinds, whatever you need to do to just put that emotion out and get rid of it. And this is something that, uh, You know, if you have anger towards an ex-partner, especially now with this isolation and pandemic, maybe you split before the pandemic and you're now isolating alone and you just, you're hating on them because they left you and, and you feel abandoned and betrayed and you have this rage in you. Know that it's okay to feel those feelings and let them out, write them on a piece of paper and then throw the damn thing out the window. Okay. Well, that's littering, but throw it in the bin. Okay. And if you can, and this is possible for you, and it's safe for you, and you can remain calm and centered, if you can tick all those boxes, then talk to the person. Now, and this is not me recommending you reach out to ex-partners right now, because I, I don't necessarily think that's the best route. But if for you, it feels helpful, helpful and safe, and you can be calm and you can express yourself in a safe environment, then it might be helpful to actually speak to somebody, okay? Or speak to the person, okay? So imagine, and if you you can't do that, because right now we can't really see a lot of people, then believe it or not, as I read in Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, he sits there and has a board meeting in his mind visually about the people that he wants to learn from. You can do the same thing too, where you can actually imagine sitting across from the person that you're upset with and tell them out loud what you're feeling. 
have that dialogue back and forth. This is a really healthy visualization that you can do to just picture yourself having that conversation and saying the things you want to say so that you let it out of your body and you get rid of it. Okay. And forgiveness is about rebuilding safety as well. And once we've actually uh, healthily expressed our emotions, we've adequately expressed them, we can create new boundaries for ourselves. So this might mean that we no longer see that person that we're angry with or who we ended the relationship with or who hurt us in a way that uh, was very damaging to us. We may need to set our own healthy boundaries and that is okay if it includes not seeing that person or establishing new guidelines on how and when you see them. Because having strong boundaries is really essential. And if we don't have these strong boundaries and we allow them to break down all the time, then it's gonna bring up those emotions again because they're crossing boundaries of what we're, we're comfortable with. So perhaps in the future, you might be able to reestablish a friendship, but if you need to cut ties now because that is the healthiest thing for you, then that is okay and you should do it. So creating these new boundaries, I understand that it can be very tricky, particularly if it's with close uh, family members or friends, um, but it is crucial to protect yourself. It is more important to look after number one, because if you don't, then you can't look after anybody else. Okay. So honor that need for your space, honor your need to reconfigure those boundaries go ahead and readapt boundaries because they may change and adapt with you as you adapt. Okay. So you may need to look at your boundaries again and reestablish them over time. Maybe they tighten up, maybe they loosen. It's totally up to what you feel safe and comfortable with. And the fourth step is letting go. Imagine letting go. You can actually do a visualization where if you close your eyes and I'm closing my eyes now and you actually picture there's like a telephone cord or a, a string attached from your mind or wherever you feel that emotion in you, maybe it's your chest, your stomach, attach a cord to whatever part of your body feels that emotion, sadness, anger, grief, attach it to the visualization or the image of the person that caused it. And if it's you put a picture of yourself there and you're attached to that in individual or that picture through that cord, that rope, that wire, that string, whatever it is. And I want you to just picture visually just cutting that tie and watching that image just float away from you. Let it go. Let it float away up into the, down to the abyss, up into the universe. Let it go. I feel a sense of release as I'm just describing this. I almost bring myself to tears right now because just let it go. Don't hold on to that. Let it go. And like uh, the Hawaiian art, and I, <laughs> my pronunciation is probably not perfect, of Hopa Opa Ono, okay, which is the Hawaiian art of forgiveness and reconciliation and it has four steps and I want to share those with you too. The first step is repentance, which is just to say, I am sorry. Because the first step is to realize that we are responsible for everything in our minds, 
even if it feels so far outside of you, we are responsible for the thoughts and the quality of the thoughts that we have. So realize that you are responsible for everything that's going on in your mind. And just say, I'm sorry. What's even more powerful is to say it more clearly. And you can say, I realize that I am responsible for this issue in my life. And I feel remorse that my consciousness has allowed this. I'm sorry. The second step is asking for forgiveness. So don't worry about who you're asking or any of that semantics or particularities of it. Just say, please forgive me. Say it over and over and mean it. Really mean it. Remember that your remorse from step one is, is, is you're asking to be forgiven. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And the third step is gratitude. Again, just learn to say thank you. Doesn't matter who you're thanking, what you're thanking, just thank your body for everything that it does for you. Thank yourself for being the best version of yourself. Thank God, thank the universe, thank Buddha, whoever it is. Thank whatever it was that just forgave you and keep saying thank you. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. And the fourth is love because love is the highest vibration. And say, I love you. Say it to yourself. Say, I love you. Say to your body. Say to the universe, I love you. Say to God, I love you. Say, I love you to the air around you, the air you breathe, to the house that is over your head right now. Say, I love you to the challenges that you have had in your life. Say it over and over to say, I love you out loud. It is powerful. Love is powerful. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. That's it. That's the whole practice in a nutshell. It's simple. It's amazingly effective. You really put your heart and soul into this. When you say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. It is emotive and I feel emotional now. So that's what I wanted to share today. God, I didn't think it was going to go so emotional. I don't even know what I'm forgiving in particular, but I feel it. I feel me just letting go of whatever I've been holding on to. So If you found value in this podcast, if you learned something, if you had any insight, if you felt emotional like I did, share it with somebody. Forgiveness is a big, big topic, but forgiveness is so important. Let go of all that pain you hold inside. It doesn't matter who you're letting it go to. Just say it, do it, practice that art, practice forgiving, practice releasing those emotions, expressing them and know that it's totally okay to experience those. So thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. Please share it with someone that might need to hear this today. Drop your comments because I appreciate those that tune in and listen. I appreciate the fan base. I'm new to these podcasts. I love making them. It's such a creative outlet. uh, And I'm so honored that I have people that are listening. I don't even know where you guys are, but just want to say hello. Thank you. And I forgive you. (laughs) All right, I'll talk to you guys next week.